Jesus went on to say, To what, then, can I compare the people of this generation? What are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling out to each other. We played the pipe for you. And you did not dance. We sang a dirge. And you did not cry. For John the Baptist came neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and you say, he has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and you say, here is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is proved right by all her children. New International Version. I am sure all of us, at some point in our lives, have been in a no-win type of situation. Even Jesus experienced it. John the Baptist came as an ascetic, eating no bread and being a teetotaler. Some people thought he had a demon. Then, when Jesus came on the scene doing just the opposite, eating, drinking, and having a grand old time, the people accused him of being a drunkard and a glutton. Jesus was like the Rodney Dangerfield of the ancient world, he never got any respect from the religious authorities. I'm actually a bit relieved that Jesus went through that kind of scenario. Sometimes, it just seems that, with some people, they'll grump and complain at us, no matter what we do or say. Wise King Solomon was familiar with such people, he called them fools. Do not answer a fool according to his folly. Or you yourself will be just like him. Answer a fool according to his folly. Or he will be wise in his own eyes. Proverbs 26 4-5, NIV. So, which is it? How do I handle a fool? The answer is, you don't. A fool is going to be a fool no matter what you do or say. Handling them is a no-win situation. It seems to me the way Jesus responded to the foolish around him was to express something of a lament. The saying he quoted has to do with weddings and funerals. Jesus was lamenting that the crowd standing right in front of him, seeing him and seeing his works, are like people who don't dance at weddings and don't cry at funerals. In other words, they are plain dull and stupid. They have Jesus right in front of their faces, and they don't see him because they are expecting someone else. The people just cannot get over the fact that Jesus hangs out with people other than them. Jesus was likening the religious authorities to a bunch of bratty little kids. They sit and do nothing but heckle and bully others walking by, while they idly wait for their idea of Messiah to come waltzing along. Messiah did come along. And they foolishly and dully missed it, and treated Jesus like any other Joe Schmo. So, what do we do with such irritating and obnoxious people, like those who were never happy with Jesus? Well, frankly Jesus just went about his mission, despite what the foolish generation was saying about him. And we must do the same. Some folks are going to backbite, gossip, slander, misunderstand and misrepresent you, and there's not a dang thing you can do about it. We are not to take our cues from fools. We are to find our security and our solace in Jesus. We are to focus on living and loving, just like Him. And, as for the self-appointed critics and judges among us, let them blow their empty words out their blowholes into the air. The wise don't have time to engage such blowhards. Leave them to God. Wise Jesus, you handled people as well as anyone could, yet they still criticized you. Help me to live a sage life, and speak with circumspection, so that when irrational people talk their sinful jabbering, it isn't because of my foolishness, but because of my love. Amen.